0: You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit MashThoseButtons.com for a full podcast schedule.
1: Hi, this is Chrissy from the Final Fantasy XIV
2: podcast, Wondrous Tales. Come hang out with us every other Monday for a casual discussion of what's going on in the community and some tips to improve your in-game quality of life.
0: hello and welcome to another episode of watchpoint radio mash those buttons podcast dedicated to overwatch and its community i am jared also known as ja, and i'm here with josh kinder also known as kinder
2: hey what's up it's your boy uh crippling depression
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i'm also here with ben guyton <laughs> also hey, known wh- as the dude abides oh what's going on everybody <laughs> Uh, he has no retort this week <laughs> No <not> the- <laughs> What did he say to that? <laughs> uh, And we have A special guest with us this week Refused from the Watchers community Hello How you doing?
1: Hi everybody Thanks for having me yeah, this I, week I caught a problem. I
0: called mid-drink I'll try not to do that next uh, time <laughs> No, that's my fault I was I was like, oh, I'm thirsty at the inappropriate time <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are, this is episode number 138. We are recording on December 18th and release on December 19th. And our main topic today is going to be talking to Refused about a tournament that the Watchers community is throwing. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about, you know, Community projects or community initiatives. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but that's a big topic on this show. So we're <laughs> going to talk about that as well. Uh, and we also do have a community questions, and we're going to we're going to uh, talk about that too. Before we hop into all that, I would like to thank anybody listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for checking out Watchpoint Radio. Uh, if you uh, enjoy the show, we do talk about overwatch news and uh community and esports but the primary focus of the show is the community and the state of the game so even when we do talk about those topics it really revolves around the community and the state of the game so like i was gonna say i kind of messed that up if you do like the show you can follow us on twitter <laughs> which is twitter.com slash watch my radio i was trying to find a way around that but i was like you know i'm just gonna own it you just gotta own that <laughs> when you make those mistakes <laughs> Okay, uh, but yeah, you can find us you can follow us on Twitter.com/slash Watchpoint Radio, and uh, like I always say, we'd love to have you join our Discord, which is Discord.me/slash mash those buttons. And uh, we appreciate everybody who's been joining uh, recently to kind of help, you know, get games and stuff like that together. It's been pretty awesome. And as always, I like to welcome back any returning listeners. Thank you guys very much for coming back, whether it is your first re listen or 137th re listen. We do really appreciate you guys, you know, coming back and listening every weekend and interacting with us. And uh yeah, so like I said, thanks a lot. Uh we did get two new Twitch subscribers this week. Uh we got Kuabara who is a I think he, I'm pretty sure he's a resub. Um cuz Kuabara's been a part of the community for quite some time. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's been, he's a resub. So thanks a lot Kuabara and Smudge that's that's how it is. I, I think that's how you pronounce that name. I'm just going to say Smudge. So thanks a lot. And also, I didn't notice that last week, maybe during the show, Miggy Dizzy resubscribed as well. So thanks a lot, Miggy. Really do appreciate that. Uh, we do have a new patron, uh, Nox Nohai. I think that's how you pronounce the name. So thank you very much. I did see you pop into Discord, so we're we're really happy to have you there. Thanks a lot. Do appreciate it. And uh, no community feedback this week, so I'm just going to jump into the quick update, and it will be quick um, because – so basically what happened, Ragtag put out a video this week, and uh, a couple people asked me to address the video or ask my thoughts on the video. The title of the video is, you know, Dear Blizzard, Overwatch Sucks. (laughs) uh that's the title of the video right trendy and yeah yeah and i'm not (laughs) gonna spend too much time on it there's really not much to dissect here um because everything he complained about in his video are things we've been talking about for months and not necessarily complaining about them for months uh we you know we're done complaining Right, like we're done complaining about the various things we've talked and we talked about them to death. Are are we
2: though? Are we though?
0: No, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) But still, we've been talking. Even when we do bring them up, we've been talking more solutions than just complaints. Right. Right. Um, His video, his video was more about complaining about why he's not having fun with Overwatch, and basically he told Blizzard that he he said he put Blizzard on notice that if the game isn't fixed by March, then he's going to leave. Right. Well, that'll um, do it. <laughs> 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 and uh like, I'm not trying to, I, I'm not taking jabs on him or anything like that. If that's how he feels. If he's upset with the game. Okay, fine. That That's it. But at this point, we already know that blizzard is going, we know what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. Almost, you know, we know they're not going to take fast action on the game. So, we've been talking solutions and we've been talking, like I said, we've been talking those solutions for months at this point. Right. Um, part of his argument was about how Blizzard handled the game. And the other part about it was about how the community reacts or, you know, you know, the problems inside the community and the answers to those questions. If you haven't been listening for, I don't know the past, like three months or whatever that we've been talking about this in terms of community issues, The answer, the short-term answer, is get involved with a community in like a Discord or Facebook or something. Get involved with a community, find like-minded players to play with, and your Overwatch experience will get better. It will. So in other
3: words, join a guild or a clan of some sort? Yeah, something, something like, like something that. along those lines, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, or just look, like just a exactly Discord like where you can insane. find
0: people to play with, yeah. yeah, just or just find people to play with. Like, I mean, that's the short term answer. In terms of Blizzard fixing the game, they can't fix Overwatch. Over, they, Blizzard cannot fix Overwatch. The community is way too large, and there's so many different types of people that play this game. There are still people to this day that only play this game because they like the lore of certain characters. Which i put a quick that that's confusing to me because I'm like, what lore? But still, <laughs> they like the, <laughs> they like the lore of certain characters, right? There's certain people who don't want to play competitive. They only want to play quick play. There's certain people who want to play um competitive, but they want to play by themselves, right? Like that, there's just so many different types of people who play this game because the community, uh despite people saying that Overwatch is dying, is still large. It's still very large. We're still yeah. talking about millions of players blizzard can't fix this can they give the community tools to help them manage themselves better absolutely but that's a long-term solution we're talking so yeah we can hope that blizzard does that or you can get involved with a community and enhance your overwatch experience you know yeah that's Mm -hmm. it i think they
3: the the biggest thing they could have done that they missed out on was getting a character into smash um, but that boat <laughs> I mean, that would have saved everything.
0: I mean, trace tracer <laughs> blinking around a
3: smash map would have fixed everything, but you know oh, that's not gonna happen absolutely. Now, so. Hon- honestly, How yeah. could
0: I forget about that? You know, that's why we brought you to the show to pull out the stuff that I didn't think about. So <laughs> Congratulations, Can you imagine yeah, so like, like I said,
2: Doomfist and Smash. Oh it's, it's yeah. just or just the Doomfist Captain Falcon or like Captain Falcon with a Doomfist scheme. That, like, that's that's that would how you find <laughs> that, really Smash is by adding
0: Doomfist to it that's how you break that yeah game. so like i said i didn't want to spend too much time on it because it's broken record time right like we've been talking about this for months get involved in a community that will help your overwatch experience you can't control what blizzard's gonna do they're not gonna lock the game down the way it would need to be locked down or balance the game it would need to be balanced to really play overwatch the way it was meant to be played right they're just not gonna do it um so, join a community. You're, it, trust me, your Overwatch experience will be better. All right. That being said, let's talk the refused. Oh, How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm,
1: I'm enjoying the conversation so far.
0: Oh, great. Because now you're the subject of the conversation. <laughs> oh, no. So, I hope you enjoy that. About to get real awkward.
1: Uh, you talk about <laughs> like uh, communities and stuff, right? Like, I, the whole reason I started my, my Discord community was like, I just wanted a place where I can talk to my friends that I wanted to play overwatch with all the time and just be like, Hey, are we going to meet up or because at that time, the the blizzard app for your phone didn't exist, but discord app did. And I would just message, Oh, who's getting on tonight? Like, are we going to meet up? And that's why I made that. And then all of a sudden it just turned into this thing where everybody was just uh, inviting their friends. And now it's just like a huge community of people who, are looking for the same thing that I started looking for. Just a place to talk to their friends about
0: Overwatch and a place to meet up. Absolutely. Like, that's kind of how it works, right? Like, you know you're doing it right if people are coming into your Discord. (laughs) You know, if their friends are inviting their friends and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how that's how it goes and that's I mean I'm pretty sure your Overwatch experience is definitely better than probably what it was before. <laughs> oh yes,
1: yes, I remember playing Beta. I played Beta. I never played Alpha, but Beta. Oh my god, I remember Bastion Shield. I remember Overwatch back then. And Overwatch yeah. now is completely different. It's a whole different game.
0: Oh, absolutely. De- definitely absolutely. <laughs> um but yeah, so your community how many people are like what can you, do you have a rough estimate of how many people are actually in your discord uh, right
1: right now it's about uh just over 1200 right now
0: nice yeah a awesome. little small overwatch community <laughs> 1200 players is more than enough to find a six <laughs> <laughs> yeah is it though <laughs> at first like at first we were just like a
1: like an lfg community people were just coming in just to find people to play with and then About like a year and a half ago, I talked to moderators on the Discord about making like a tournament, right? And Mm -hmm. at that time, I didn't know what I was doing, and I didn't know what to do. Overwatch League didn't exist yet. Uh, Contenders didn't exist yet. Uh, None of that existed yet. So it was hard to come up with like something new and fresh. So what we thought was, we'll start off with like a scrims thing. And what we were doing was getting like everybody from the community to fill out like a form. And we would make like pre-made teams of every SR range and have two teams fight it out. And it was supposed to be like a learning experience for like everybody involved. The higher tier players would help the lower tier players, but it never really worked out that way. So we had to scratch that. And honestly, it's, it's that it's teams. It's that's the core of overwatch right now. It's that team of six or 10, that are are sticking together to improve together. And right. that that's where it's all these little small groups that are happening and it's no more no that and that's sad to think about it too because that's really making the community separated and toxic at the same time.
0: It is uh, one of the things that 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 bothers me about the current state of gaming, not just Overwatch, right? is and I blame Call of Duty for this primarily. Okay, Kendra, I know Kendra, He just gave me a look. He's like, "How is this going to happen?" <laughs> Watch the magic. I'm wait, waiting for the <laughs> Right, it's here. time for the show. <laughs> so, communities now are so used to, and I'm talking not you know, and I'm not talking about individual communities. I'm talking about you know, this like you know, game communities are so used to developers holding the whole like. Taking ownership of the community, holding the community by the hand, everything that the community gets comes from the developer. Call of Duty started that train, right? When they took away dedicated servers, that's when it started. With Modern Warfare 2, they took away dedicated servers. That takes a huge chunk of out of what the community can do, right? right. No dedicated servers, no community mods, very little community control. League of Legends took that even further when they took ownership of their esports. Right, which I'm 50-50 on that because esports is what it is today because of what League of Legends did, but at the same time, it definitely stripped a lot of control from the community for the esports. So now gaming communities are just so used to being hand-fed by the developers that if the developers don't do anything, they will just let their favorite game die. Um, they won't to make the effort to do things. Like, you know, finding somebody now to run tournaments is kind of difficult in many different gaming communities. And not only is it difficult to find somebody who's going to run a a game tournament, right? It's difficult to get people who will even be looking for this stuff, right? right? Because if it's not in the game client, it doesn't exist to them. Whereas when you um and if bob's in the chat he's gonna drink because i'm getting ready to talk about unreal but you know <laughs> back when, you know you played you know unreal like 99 2k4 um you will still counter strike because you can get dedicated servers, but counter strike back in the day like the developers handled developing the game they handled balancing the game yeah. to a degree they also gave out modding tools mapping tools so you know in overwatch today if a map really isn't balanced competitively, the Overwatch team has to look at it and say, okay, well, it's not 100% balanced competitively. Somebody may be able to exploit this spot, but you know what? It'll still be fun for this group, so let's leave it in, right? Whereas back in the day with Counter Strike, you would have a map. And if the map was not, if the map was good enough to be played competitive but just needed a few tweaks, the community would take the map. Make the changes, rename the map, put it on the server, and say, "Okay, don't play that version of the map. Play this version of the map if you want to play it in co- competition." The community came up the, with the rules for competition and made sure it was always competitive, right? You know, um, just a couple of weeks ago at BlizzCon, Jeff Kaplan said, "Was it Jeff Kaplan? Or was it Jeff the other Jeff? I think it was the other Jeff that was saying this, right? That you know they want people." who want to play competitive hardcore to enjoy competitive, but they also want the person who just came home from work to also enjoy competitive and it won't be that bad. Like, no, that's not what competitive no. is for. no, that's not competitive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not what it's for. That's quick. So plus. like I said, that's how it comes back to call of duty. Cause they started this trend of the developer taking more ownership of the community and the community's resources. Right? So, if we still had an environment where communities were used to looking outside of the game client, you know, and now we have more ways to communicate than ever, but like, you know, people still won't look outside of their game client for tournaments, um, you know, teams like, you know, right now, I don't think a Cow league could have ever existed in this environment, you know, and Cal was huge yeah. until Angel took all that money and left. i'll trash him every time for that i will trash that guy every time for what he did (laughs) but but, you know um yeah that's 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 the sad part about the current state of of uh, I, I, uh, gaming and that's one of the sad parts to me about the current state of gaming. So the fact that you're running, taking the time to run a tournament and organize a tournament is like amazing to me. I'm like, somebody's organizing a private tournament. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like that's awesome.
1: <laughs> that was the plan from the beginning. Was always to do the tournament. And uh, actually, what happened was my regular, everyday, normal day job. I'm now off for a while, so I figured this is the best time to do it. And so I took a month yeah. and I planned it around my
0: life now. So I um, Yeah, because yeah. like, <laughs> organizing tournaments I do know is no joke. Like I used to run um actually I used to run the Unreal Tournament Ladders for Team Warfare back in like uh you know 03, 03, 04, 05 right? And that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> you know? So and they gave us tools to do stuff like that. They had already built the tools to do so. So now uh, running like you know you, you come running a tournament from scratch coming up with brackets getting teams to sign up getting rules together you know making sure people play their matches like that is uh, quite the task uh not so easy i think there's a there's a probably a few people who tried to organize different things right and then realize how much work went into it it and was probably dropped out <laughs> the most work i i'm finding is
1: uh, connecting with different communities to get the word out, right? Like, uh, to put it together and set days, and That and that's the easy part, to find the teams. I thought that was going to be the hard part, but it's connecting to the communities is the hard part, because once that's done, the teams just flood. I was expecting to get, like, you know, eight teams. That's what I thought was going to happen, eight teams. And then 16 teams hit, and I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. 16 teams. But now I have even more than that. It's just a flood of teams out there that just want this kind of Overwatch. They don't want that Overwatch that we play every day anymore. It sucks to them. They don't want that. It's it's not fun. And I can understand yeah. why it's not fun. It's not, it's not your core friends. It's not the core group that you're always playing with. Solo queue is a mess. It's It's too many people of drastic skill levels in the same rank, which doesn't make any sense. Why is that happening? (laughs) Sorry, I'm just going on a tangent. The bell curve. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: and like the reason that I think people are probably probably flooding in is because, you know, you always get six together and it's a crapshoot on comp right now, you know if you're not a grandmaster already smurfing or something then you're going to pretty much see smurfs half the time or you're going to have weird shit happen and just be against people that aren't trying to play the game or you're yeah. not generally going to have a good time yeah. uh but with a tournament you know you still have that sense of reward you know you get the bragging rights uh you get to test yourself against people uh in an actual tournament setting you have something to look forward to it kind of makes you want to play again i mean it, it's it's a whole newness of it i guess the the breaking the monotony uh that i think is drawing people in so much
1: yeah i can see that yeah i i i just think it's it there's so many teams out there and everybody wants to start somewhere and have a name for themselves and the amount of teams that are, have applied they talk about how like they're an open division team oh man and and organizations i never thought this existed but organizations that have these discord communities and they have multiple teams. They have teams in every single level of overwatch and they're looking to get those teams out there in these tournaments to, to test their skills, move up, try to get better. Like it, I'm, it, it's crazy. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> right. And of course you, then you have us like a, a bunch of jerk offs. Uh, they're just a bunch of podcasters trying to have fun doing it for yeah. literally no reason yeah. except to uh, well, throw salt on the field. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well that's the thing, right? Like so, I'm sorry, were you going to say something refused? No, no, no. Okay, so um last season was my first season making it to diamond, right? Um I took like a and here we go broken record time. I am going to record myself saying this cuz I say it a lot for different reasons. Like it has a lot of different reasons. I'm not just trying to toot my own horn here, You need right? to have a super good <laughs> habit on one episode yeah just like just have i'm just going to cut it and then put it in place but for so you know i uh, i took a i, I uh, we were had a podcaster team right and the job that i was assigned was playing zen because that was meta at the time so i was okay at zen but i wanted to get better so i i, I had a, a account an extra account and i played zen only and i took that account from 2500 into diamond just playing zen and i had such a good time doing that because i was improving along the way right once i was actually in diamond i actually had a harder time like i was still having fun playing games and i was still winning matches but after like two or three wins i would just kind of stop playing you know like i was kind of, I was, i was like okay that's enough and i will find myself going back to uh my other account which was lower and practicing a character that I wasn't good at, and improving on that character and seeing that character improve was more fun to me than playing on my higher account in Diamond, right? right. So, like, I would I started with Anna not that long ago, and I was like a shit Anna. Now I'm a less shit Anna, right? Like I'm definitely a less shit Anna than I was, um, and I'm but I'm still having fun. When I lose a game, as long as I learn something from it, it's not that big of a deal to me. So. The thing, I guess, the point that I'm trying to get to is that when you play as a team, you also have that aspect, right? You know, you start out as a team. Your team may suck. You may go, uh, let's say, is your tournament double elimination? Yeah, yeah. So, like, let's say you go 0 and 2 in this tournament as a team, right? But then you practice, you get better together, and next time you go one and one, and then the next time you go you know, yeah. you make it a couple of rounds in, that's improvement for your team. Yeah. That's a great feeling, yeah. you know? Yeah. And when you get to the point where you're doing scrims and you're whooping ass, and you're like, we can't play these scrub-ass teams no more. <laughs> we got to move it up. <laughs> you we know? We got to it, we the gotta, we gotta get our shit together. We got to move it up. That is a great feeling yeah. to have as a group. Yeah. When I was planning in the early 2000s, some of those people are still my greatest friends today. You know? Like, today. Like, it's it's amazing the the relationships you make and the feeling that you have like it feels like it's worth it so you know i said a few weeks ago that your sr doesn't really matter unless you're trying to be a pro right you know your sr will help you get better games right, for yeah, sure yeah. I, I will admit right. that but at the end of the day once you get to a certain point it becomes like a, a kind of like a burden right you know yeah. like for example blazing bob made it to master's but when he's talking about playing a master, it sounded like a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't really it didn't really um, and I'm not saying that's why I'm not a master. Don't get me wrong. Like if I if I played if I continued to play my high account, I would shoot for the stars, of course. Um but yeah, like it just it didn't seem like it was that much fun for him to play in Masters. Uh, But, like you know, playing with a team, like, you know, a constant team and you're seeing people improve, not to mention now you know who you, you don't necessarily have to worry about certain things. Like when I'm playing Reinhardt, uh, sometimes I'm like, I, I have to constantly look behind me to see who's actually behind me. Yeah. I gotta. It's like, you know, I was actually playing with a friend of mine, and she says, you sound like you're trying to herd kittens to go in a single direction.
2: <laughs> and that's what it, I was like, that's what it like, feels like. Like, uh, the season that I was maining Brig, and uh, we had Bob on ride. even though Bob gets aggro as fuck, uh, we had really good synergy. Like, Bob and I still have probably the best synergy on the team. Um, and it was the same when we were playing uh, Monkey Diva. Uh, we always had good jumps. Bob would make uh make good calls, and we would both eliminate our target almost every time. You know, we didn't always win, uh, obviously. Uh, but it felt good. You know, it felt like we were pretty tight with the whole thing, and that's what you should really look for in a team. And that, like that's kind of what we're trying to do with the tournament kind of things—is you know, tighten shit up as a team.
3: Well, that's one of the the coolest things about playing with a team regularly. Um, you're not always gonna see the the mistake that you made. But with five other people on your team, and if you're playing with them regularly, you're gonna accept their criticism rather than some random pleb talking shit to you over comms. You know? Um Kinder, myself, and Jai were playing the other night on stream, and uh Kinder's kind of livid over the Ryan we were playing with, <laughs> uh <laughs> dropping a shield to Firestrike, and he's like, No, my shield broke, and he's like, dude, I watched you Firestrike, that's why you dropped the shield. If you're on a team, that's going to be a little more accepted because you're know, just <laughs> understanding where it's coming from. This guy didn't know us. He didn't want to hear that shit. No. You know, he he definitely didn't want to get blamed for that's the reason why we just lost that fight. Um, So you, you can grow so much more as a player and as a teammate when you really connect with those guys you're playing and, and trust what they're talking about and have those little tips and pointers.
2: Right. And I don't want to sound like a dick. Let, let me let me clarify, because what had happened was... No, you were right. You, <laughs> was right. you were
0: 100% right. I agree with you. You, you were 100% right. You don't got Yeah,
2: we were running a Bastion strat here, and it was a viable strat on Junkertown, not a pirate ship. We were trying to counter them uh, at a
3: certain point, and we were working. countering the bat, the pirate ship, yeah.
2: Right, it was working until too uh, until this guy drops a shield, fire strikes and then just stands there like a fucking dumbass with me getting wailed on as Bastion. did
3: he turn and look at you?
4: Yeah, he I fucking he like, looked, at looked at me like
2: uh, hey bro, what's up? You, you want some of this shield, baby? It's gotta work for it.
0: Uh, dude. Yeah, I mean I think losing as a team is is definitely less stressful than when you lose in, in like solo queue as a three stack. Um I remember like you know one one night we were playing this is we 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 played uh you know not a six stack like I think like three or four of us and then we played a little later as a six stack and the same thing happened, right? One game guy disconnects. And I think it was all four of us just start, like, why can he have good fucking internet? Like It's his fault, right? Like, why does he have shit internet? God damn it. Like We were so mad that he disconnected. Not even, maybe an hour later, we had a six. One of our teammates disconnected, but oh, he disconnected. Something must have happened. I guess he'll be back, hopefully. <laughs> like it was just so much more calm when our it was the, our guy yeah, disconnected. Yeah. Like we do yeah. Yeah, because we it's, know it's, he's not fucking
3: throwing
2: and just like quitting the game or some shit. See, you but know?
3: I mean that happened our first game of the night the other night. Ja accidentally disconnected in our first yeah. match, and no one was mad. It was like, oh, he'll be back. And we actually held 5v6 for a oh, long time. Oh yeah. I was there time. for that. Yeah. Yeah. It was on King's Row. We actually won that match and we were on defense yeah. 5v6 the whole time. It's
0: I was the angriest person in that situation. Oh, I, <laughs> I know you were. I know you were. I, I mean, the game I, I actually froze. I just know you was sitting there rebooting
2: his computer and like, God fucking damn this piece of shit. God <laughs> yeah.
0: Fuck it. you. <laughs> so like Overwatch froze and it it wouldn't close. Even if I, like, it just froze, and I, even my I brought up Test Manager, it wouldn't close, and the stream heard me get a little mad, but I was like, I'm going <laughs> to turn off the stream, and I'll be back. Understood. And you um,
3: said, well, that's not a good noise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, I, I was in, in, I had to do a full reboot, but by the time the computer rebooted, which was like, what, 20 seconds, um, and I got back in Discord, I had calmed down at that point, I was already back. <laughs> to normal and I got back in the game and we won so yeah I, the the rest of the team was okay it was me that was the saltiest person <laughs> which that, sh, that should be the way it is when there's a disconnect the person who gets disconnected should be, should be the saltiest
1: I also think uh, yeah. communication is different uh, on like a team and when you solo queue like you can, oh, you, you can tell your teammate that they fucked up in a certain way and they're not going to care but in solo queue if you tell someone you fucked up And you don't tell it to them like they're a six-year-old child. You're toxic. You're being mean to Mm -hmm. them. They Like you're an asshole and now you're throwing the game because you're toxic to them. It's like, why? I'm trying to help you get better, but you don't want to listen to me because I'm some stranger? Now you know better than me. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to win games too. Yeah, like you're on my team. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad or put you down i'm trying to tell you this so that we can rise up together as six players and get the w like let's get this
3: w listen yeah well and that's, that's something the brings up all the time is everyone always thinks they're better than they actually are yeah um so if if you're being told you messed up it's like nah i didn't mess up i'm, I'm way better than you yeah well we're all in the sr we're all pretty much on the same pecking order for the most part with a couple outliers so like Heeding that advice at the end of the day is going to be more beneficial than, you know, flipping out and flaming that guy for being toxic, right. which is unfortunately what usually happens mm-hmm. in ladder.
0: Right. I think, what, especially in gold, what happens is, for some reason, platinum players get smurfs. Maybe they they, they buy smurf accounts because they're like, oh, I'm not a platinum player. If I you know if i get a fresh account i'll place in diamond right here. Don't.
1: <laughs> three accounts just because i'm like i'm not in this level it's everybody else <laughs> no it is you it yeah, is like- you it is you that's why you're in that level until you play better than that level you're not gonna grow and i have three accounts right. that prove that you have to yeah. get better
0: <laughs> Yeah, like that's the thing. I think a lot of people do. So what you find in gold are people playing their first accounts who maybe have a a a platinum Smurf. You know, they might have a platinum Smurf, and so like you have your. So like you know, when I'm doing on my gold Smurf, I'm sitting there with the actual gold medal on there, and they don't want to like, oh, you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) what you're fucking talking about? Yeah, like yeah, okay, (laughs) like you know, (laughs) it is so hard when I'm playing like when we're playing uh, and I'm playing in gold to try to convince my team to push up and leave me on the cart. Like, as Zen, like, uh, as Zen down here, I'm perfectly fine on the cart by myself. You don't need to protect me. I can protect myself and gold. <laughs> as a Zen Yada, right? Yeah. But like, uh, uh, they're like they so hesitant to move. i like, push up, keep them staggered, we'll push the cart. I'm like, no, we need three on the cart so we can move it faster. I'm like, no, 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 you need to stagger them. <laughs> like, that's how we keep the cart moving. <laughs>
3: on the same token, I can't <laughs> tell you how many times I've been yelled at and kicked from lfg groups because they're telling me ryan get back to the cart i'm like no no i'm not gonna stand no. on the cart i'm pushing ahead the other tank needs to come with me we need to create some space so we can win the next team fight well we have to push the cart no no, you don't it's gonna get pushed if you win the team fight i'm literally not gonna stand there on the cart just to shield nobody mm-hmm. and then i get kicked from groups because they think it's counterintuitive right and that's that's part of that's part of the hardest part of overwatch is a lot of people don't know the basics of the game. At that mental standpoint, they know how to point and click, but they don't understand the inner workings of winning a team fight is way more important than moving the cart another five feet. Right, right, right. It's
2: it's it's like that all the way up to like low plat. Uh, The 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 whole dynamic is like we fight on the point because that's what we're fighting over. No, you don't. But that's that's the thought process. (laughs) Is like we gotta we gotta protect this thing. This cup right here is what we're protecting. We're gonna put it right here. And protect the shit out of it. No, that's not how, not how you're supposed to do You're supposed to kill the other people and get them staggered. And then.
3: Well, my favorite yeah. is one on a Koth map where they're like, we, you just recap. And they're like, all right, let's all stay here. But why? Why do we want to stay here? Well, they have to take the point from us. Okay, so let's push up and make it hard for them. No, no, no. They yeah. have to come to us. I'm like, oh, okay. Because yeah, if I you mean, go off it, all about yourself, then you're just kind of fucking yourself at the end of the day, you know? Right. Yeah.
2: I mean, if you're worried about the fucking Lucio that's going to go around and try to back gap or something, then leave a fucking tank on the point or something. I don't yeah, fucking, you know, or a DPS or something. Otherwise... So
3: some, some of the things that you hear sometimes in Ladder when you're solo or duoing, it's, you, you're just kind of baffled sometimes. Especially as people that talk about this game way more than most people should. Um, <laughs> you kind of have a higher understanding of how things work and it's it's a it, it can get frustrating you know and i think that's where the toxicity comes from too and when you're just queuing with people is you know you don't want to be told yeah. you're wrong and you don't want someone else telling you how to do it you want to do it your way and that's going to be that right,
2: right. and if you'd right. like to hear more on the subject be sure to listen to our kinder's guide guide the gold episode
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i fucked that up but just edit it out we'll be good <laughs> yeah no problem man yeah. so like um you know like we're not talking about this just to kind of, like, rag on the game. Like, man, solo queue fucking sucks. The game <laughs> sucks. The this the devs need to fix it. Like, that's not what we're talking about. Um, these are the really the main reasons why for months now we've been saying, like, look, get into discords. Play with the same people. Like, you know, kind of, like, organize teams. Even if you don't have, like, an official team name and a fucking insignia. Clan banner, whatever, like just you know, playing with the same people on a regular basis will definitely uh help your experience. And if you can actually organize a team and play with that team, you'll have a better time. And then, you know, also look outside of the game client for opportunities like this tournament, you know, where you can actually play with others, uh, you know, play with other teams, see what your team is like. Don't get too salty about it because this is not your livelihood. Right. It's not. Right. You know. It's for it's 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 for fun, so have fun. Not to mention, like tournaments generally or community organized events are generally better regulated than Blizzard will regulate itself. Right? Yeah. You know what happens if you're in a match? Like when I get into a match and the first orange letters I see, I'm like, "Last, oh, right. I gotta turn off match chat." That's the first thing I do when I get into the game. Sometimes, for as soon as somebody talks to match chat, I turn it off because it's no. Good things come from Match Chat. No, nothing. nothing. You know, and uh, you know, with a to- like, I'm pretty sure like in a tournament like this, I'm not. I'm not sure if you're going to allow cross talk. But if somebody gets out of pocket like that's that can't. That I imagine that that's not necessarily a good thing, you know, for them. Right. You know. So they like there should be there's like rules. Of, like I know I like, actually back in um like I don't I don't know if they if they still do it like in uh, current leagues. For Counter Strike, but back in Source for Cal, you could only team captains could cross talk. If somebody who was not the team captain cross your entire team got that you lost that match. The whole thing, <laughs> you lost the whole fucking match just from typing in team chat. That's how serious they took the cross talk thing. Yeah. So like generally, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, our
1: tournament, we're we're not having like any chat on and. uh the teams are going to use their own channels for, like, voice. But we're also going to have... We're trying to make it, like, really as professional as we can. And we're we're going to have, like... I'm going to have uh, a staff member in each team's thing to uh, spectate over the teams. And I'm going to try to get, like, visual cams of that, too. And if I can, I'm going to VOD record them to send them to the, t- to the teams. But I don't know if uh, the spectators will be able to do that. But right. that that right. whole Good thing day. of chat, like <laughs> I'm guilty of that so much. Like depending on what character I play, if there's another character on the opposite team playing that playing the same one, like I'm a Moira man. And if there's another Moira on the other team, I will be that guy, be like, Oh, I would blame your Moira. Or if someone someone on their <laughs> chat like starts bitching about someone, I'll find out what character they're played. And it's like it, they played Zarya. I'd be like, oh, man, I understand. I, honestly, I would blame your Zarya more. And it's that guy. And then they get irritated. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny yeah. trolling them. Like, it really, it's psychologically, the, it gets to them. They get upset.
2: That's the mind yeah, game right there.
0: Yeah, yeah like, actually, <laughs> I, uh, there's a video. we have. A, I'm, I'm actually going to post this video on to... Uh, on the, on the Twitter, so I am going to do it last week, but I forgot. But it's a video of me like owning a bastion, right? Like with Ash, like he comes to kill me, I get him to turn around, I knock him right off the ledge <laughs> of, a, of a of a point, right? Yeah. And I didn't have Match Chat on, but I stopped, opened Match Chat, and typed. I just saved that clip <laughs> and it got out of that shit I,
4: I wish
2: I wish you had
1: recorded that yeah. because I would put that shit in the video <laughs> so hard. <laughs> oh my god, I, I used
3: quick to quick zoom to the chat.
1: I used to love those Call of Duty clips where they playing on Xbox and there's a guy laying down and the other guy comes up behind him and has enough time to message him, look behind, and then he gets up and oh, snipes yeah. him yeah. in the face.
0: It's the exact same. I do remember that. Yeah. But, like, yeah, match chat. Like, that's that's the thing. Like, it's a community run events are usually better regulated than you know what you will find in the reg in the regular game because what you're going to do if somebody says some shit to you in chat report it to blizzard and it goes into that abyss and then maybe you'll (laughs) get a report that oh action was taken he was silenced for two hours like you know you don't even know you don't even know what happened to the player so generally people are better well behaved because there is uh more consequence to their actions if somebody in this tour, I'm sure if somebody in this tournament completely acts out, they're an asshole, they're causing trouble in your Discord, they're gonna get kicked out and they're not gonna be allowed back. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to talk for you, but I, it's just that magic yeah. like that, that's what would yeah, happen. Yeah. I've talked
1: about yeah. this before. What would it what would help that? Uh the magic word right. is guilds. Guilds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, people say that all the time. Guilds in Overwatch. That's exactly what they need. They need guilds. They need a whole new comp system because the comp system is just quick play plus. Like Q says all the time, it's just quick play plus. There's no comp anymore. <laughs> it it it's, it's like this freakish thing where you have to figure out the right exact time to go on that everybody wants to play professionally. Or else you'll get different periods of the day. People who get off work, the kids who get off school people who are oh, yeah. who come home from the bar drunk at night and they just want to play some Overwatch or the guys that are home stoned all day. Well, you're going to get those
0: guys all day anyways, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you won't catch me on, like, my main account between, like, 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. Yeah. on Eastern Standard Time. Then you, will, you will not see Ja playing Overwatch. No, no sir. <laughs> for, for me,
1: it's, like, 10 at night to, like, one in the morning is, like, the perfect time. But why do I want to play it? That's so late to play. Why? Why? They got to figure something out. It's ridiculous. I And I even say that, like, for you to be able to, if they make a whole new comp system, please make it that you have to have a certain amount of hours on every hero before you can enter this new comp system. I need that. Yeah, I need to make sure that the guy who's going to pick May knows how to actually play May and doesn't have a hour, 100 hours on her.
0: <laughs> I don't like you know yeah. the, the thing about it like i I think it's important enough for you not- not only to be able to play your character right, yeah. but to understand how other characters play so you know what they're capable of, what their weaknesses, stuff like that. I really think it would help the current system if they gave each character a level and you had to level up a certain amount of characters oh, wow. yeah. it's almost like. There was another game that did that. Oh yeah, it's Heroes of the yeah. Storm. You have to have certain amount Rip. of characters at like five, at like level five, I think it is, in order to get into comp. I think it's like fourteen characters you have to do. Yeah. Heroes of the Storm. I'm not even asking for fourteen. I'm asking for at least two from each class, two from each class. six characters yeah. at level four. You know, you know, five, ten, how whatever yeah. it takes to get there. Not to mention, it would. I think it would. It would incentivize people to play more because you if you did levels per character, give them like for every time you level up a character, give them a character specific loot box. We know you can do it. They've done it before with Hammond.
1: You know? Another thing I think they need to do is get rid of this whole trophy system they have on the bottom left. Like these golds and silvers and bronzes, this gives a bad mentality to new players because they think that I have Gold limbs, I'm doing great. I have gold damage, I'm doing great. I have gold healing, I'm doing great. No, there is so much more to Overwatch than that, but that gives the illusion that you are a good player. But tell me how much damage I'm blocking. Tell me who I'm healing. What's the percentage of healing I'm doing for every character on my team? I need to know that as a healer so I can understand who I'm missing, or else I can't get better. If I'm missing my Ana who's behind me, and I'm healing everybody in front of me. I should know that. Give me that information. Don't
3: give me. I have 12,000 heals. What does that mean?
1: That doesn't mean anything well, and yeah. as a
3: as a main tank, I want to see the stat that says how much damage I took and how much healing I received. yeah, because that that intuitively can help me know I need to play a little more in cover, maybe behind the payload That's- so my healer can spend less time ju- putting all her juice on me and spread the love a little bit around. Yeah. Because no one wants to say I'm the reason right. that we lost the team no. fight. The healer was focused on me too much. No one will ever admit no. that. But if there's a stat that shows Ryan received 80% of more of his heals last yeah. fight, it's like, oh, shit, maybe I should play a little safer so we can sustain a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, right. the more stats, the better for a competitive game type. I mean, I don't want to say I made that up. Seagull brought up that exact, or Surefour did in the interview with Jane. They brought up that exact stat, and I was like, that, that blew my mind. Because if we got rid of all the trophies and all that bullshit and had really detailed stats where you could actually look inward to what you're doing wrong, then then the the finger pointing stops. You're you're looking at yourself a little bit more, and that's how you really improve. Is yeah, it, to work on your own game you can't just blame everyone else you got to work on your own i wish
0: you right. can't Yeah, you can't hide behind it like people use that excuse to not switch all the time like well i have yeah, gold I mean, damage well gold damage is 2k dude yeah, <laughs> you know like there's no, just 2k of course you have gold damage you're a junk rat <laughs>
2: playing into a far i wish
0: on
1: top of uh what i was saying too is you know those four cards that show at the end show me the four weakest players too I bet you those people would never want to see their name up there and they're going to do better. (laughs) They're going to realize, oh, shit, I shouldn't do that because that's what's causing my name to show up there on the bottom four. I need to do better.
0: I think even if they, let's say, because they're super resistant to giving us an actual scoreboard. I mean, I would just love a regular scoreboard, but let's say they don't give us an actual scoreboard, right? You know what I would take? Instead of the metal system, like you said, the gold, the silver, the bronze. Color coded, right? Color code red, yeah. yellow, green, and the color coding is based on that stat for that character based on your rank, right? Yes, right? yes, You know, it's yellow if you're average. If you're doing the average damage, like if you're on par with everybody else in your rank, it's yellow. If you're below, red. It's yeah. Red. If you're doing it's better, green, yes, it's That's green. Great idea. Yes, <laughs> everybody loves yeah. green. Fuck yellow. Fuck yeah. red. that's a great idea even better if that was all on a scoreboard for everybody to see because then it's not just about toxicity right like if I'm if I'm playing Reinhardt right and I'm trying to figure out why the fuck we can't get through something the stats help like okay Mm -hmm. our healers have are dying they keep dying are they out of position or am I just not shielding them properly am I not paying enough attention to them or are they fucking up our our dps aren't doing damage is it because i'm not making space or are they stupid like i have to i have to look at what's (laughs) actually going on and the thing is is blizzard has to
1: provide that information at that time like there's nothing that tells you that unless you review your game afterwards or you give it to a coach to help you blizzard's not giving you that information right at that moment the game ends tell me what i did wrong tell me what i did right right Let me improve on right, your game. Absolutely. Teach me how to get better. <laughs>
0: right, <sighs> like um, even I, there, you want to say something, Kendrick? I've been talking for a while. You go for it. <laughs> oh, I was <I>, <laughs> just going
2: to ask if you wanted to uh, get into the tournament itself and talk about that some more. Um, yeah, like we, the questions that we had for it and everything because we are we are approaching uh, 15 minutes. Oh, shit! Sorry. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's fine. We were having such
0: a good yeah. time, Kendrick. The party pooper, take that fucking Santa hat <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> yeah. Kendrick <Kinder, And> <laughs> bottled up
3: all the salt, and he was like, "I'm tired of hearing this salt flow." So oh, no, like no. In the chat and then says nah fuck that
1: is <laughs> it salt? I, don't mean, I don't mean to be salty at the game like well, I love the game I love, well, love the game enough to somebody's make gotta tournament. do Job's job
0: <laughs> well my job is making sure that we have premium quality content for the show <laughs> and now with some premium content you just put a stop to Mr. Kinder <laughs> we'll talk about your contract after this show <laughs> contract <laughs> I'm getting paid for Kins this, shit. right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> are yeah, we like,
0: We do want to <laughs> talk about your tournament because you know, like I said, we we do want to get our community members involved in more stuff like this. So you know, you would you like to give like you know some more information about it? Like you said, eight teams are in the tournament, or, or you were going for eight yeah. teams. How many teams are actually? Uh,
1: I I set it up for sixteen now, but I've got way more than that signed up. I don't know what to do. I think I'm gonna make another bracket, like split up the tier. Have like a low tier bracket or a high tier bracket. If I get enough teams to do that, but if I don't do that, I'm just gonna. <coughs> sorry, I'm just gonna do whoever signed up first. Thank you. You are on it, and whoever signed up later, unfortunately, you didn't sign up in time. You know,
0: right? I mean, it's understandable yeah. if you don't have enough teams to to fill the brackets. Then you don't have enough teams to right. fill the brackets. So yeah. uh, there was right. way more so than you're I saying thought. You're still open.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I am still open. Like the truth is that I thought eight teams and then 16 teams came and I was like, oh shit. What am I gonna do? So I made it 16 teams and I <laughs> and I were there's a match almost every single day from January 6th to January 31st. And every day there's a match. And sometimes there's actually two or three days that there's three matches that day. So there's a lot, there's a lot of games happening. There's a lot of There's a lot of teams. It's crazy. I never thought this was out there, but like ever since I did this, I've been connecting with so many different communities that have things going on like this. And there's so many teams on so many different skill levels. And it's crazy. It's crazy the amount of teams out there. I didn't even think that existed. Right. I mean, like we've had the Podcaster 6 for a a long time now. It was never really
2: a team team. It was just like a group of people in the Discord that, you know, six stack together and we have, you know well, at this point you probably have ten, fifteen different subs. But uh the original six we've been we've been playing together for quite a while now. And the original goal was simply to get better at Overwatch and, you know, work as a team, learn things, get better. And that was how Bob and I, you know, learned how to play proper Dive. You know, he learned Winston I learned well, I was already playing Diva, but I learned how to play proper Diva. Uh and then we moved from that to Ryan Brig and things like that. And uh, now we're kind of running goats a little bit, uh, off and on with the team and like the entire point of it wasn't to take it into tournaments or anything, but now we have an opportunity to take the team into a tournament. And I thought, you know what, let's freaking do it. So I asked the guys, you know, Hey, you guys want to get together to attorney. And then, of course they, they actually agreed, which I didn't expect them to because I'm by far the lowest SR of anybody on the team right now uh it's pretty bad like i am significantly lower than everybody else uh through no fault of my own of course but uh (laughs) (laughs) it's very true (laughs) of course Uh, of course (laughs) (laughs) thrill if you're watching shut the fuck up (laughs) uh but no you know so so uh I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, I was too busy tooting my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's it's a really good opportunity to put our work that we put into this team and our synergy to the actual test. Uh, so I can't. I really can't wait to go up against other teams that have been playing for uh, as long or longer than we have together and that chance to really have a... Third person perspective with as, with VODs, um, with you guys putting on the tournament and everything. I I know you're gonna be streaming it. Mm-hmm. Uh so those streams and things like that are gonna be valuable. Watching the enemy teams, what they do mm-hmm. against us and how we could have done it better against them, that's that's huge mm-hmm. uh for us as a team actually improving our game, especially together. Um, and we have uh who is it that I said was our cro our coach? I can't remember. Oh, Shockmaster. Uh, Shockmaster is going to be coaching for us, and he is very good at what he does, extremely good at what he does. Uh, so we're going to have a chance to actually have somebody that's not on the team coaching us, you know. Very cool. I can only listen to Deathblow, uh, drag my name through the mud so much, so much before <laughs> I get tired of it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's really, really awesome that you're doing this kind of thing. And, uh, you guys don't forget to come check out Team Mike Rick. Mike Rick, uh, yeah, when the tournament comes by. Actually, oh you know, my I, God. I,
1: it's actually sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but you say Team No, no Team go Mike Rec. It's funny. I didn't expect this to happen, but like I live in in Canada and a team signed up that's literally just around the corner from me. I was like, oh my God, you guys are right beside <laughs> me. I'm gonna root for you guys. You're my team. And they're like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like it's such a small word. I didn't like they're like the guy goes to university just like two blocks down from me. Like that's how close this team is to me, wow. and I never expected that to happen. I just thought it was gonna be
4: like, a good feeling. Yeah,
1: it's cool. I'm like, I their logo is like the a uh, local sports team uh, colors, and it's like the CN Tower of Toronto. And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> 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 I
4: was so excited. <laughs>
2: Speaking of fucking logos, like you asked me if we had a logo. So I was at work and it was a really slow day because we we're shutting down for for the Christmas shutdown. Uh, and I sat there and fucking gimp at work on my piece of shit work computer and made an actually pretty freaking good logo in like yeah. ten minutes. I, that's what I said. <laughs> I I was
1: actually I've asked everybody right, and everybody's like, "Oh, give me a couple of days. Give me a couple of days." And you said that too. Give me give me a bit. Give me a couple of days. It was like five minutes, not even 10 minutes and new logo. I was like, oh, <laughs> man, I wish everybody could do this.
0: It was so fast.
2: I'm a fucking gimp wizard. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, where the fuck <laughs> did he get this from?
1: Actually, uh, the reason <laughs> I, I asked for like team logos, like I made that 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 picture or whatever, that, that tournament style thing, and I, I put a spot to put like the winners of the thing. And the reason I did that is because I'm actually advertising like a tournament in like communities that have top tier players, contenders, players, contenders, coaches, Overwatch League players, Overwatch League coaches. So I was like, I might as well make this and get the team winner out there, and these people can see them and be like, "Oh wow, who are these guys?" Let, you know, it could be
3: a small team, but it's cool. I think it's cool.
1: It makes me happy. It is. It is
3: cool. You know. <laughs> Like <laughs> any sort of exposure for an up and coming team is awesome. Like you know? I
1: talked to yeah. um uh sh- uh Shu and Rizgrids uh or Razgrids in uh the OW Discord and I got I was able to uh uh like uh, advertise the Discord in there and we got like a, a tier three team that joined. So like it's just like it's oh, it's man. you're breaking my balls yeah, it's man. like it's like <laughs> it's the beginning of something big like uh I even thought about like doing like a prize pool right <clears throat> and I started talking to these communities I was like how do you get a prize pool going and and a lot of them said it, it's really hard uh you could do donations enter to win but uh and Blizzard back in the day used to help uh third parties leagues and but now they don't at first they used to give uh <clears throat> at first they used to give uh like uh blizzard wear like sh- hoodies and stuff that you could give out and then they turned it into blizzard money that you could give out but now they don't even support that at all but uh i was the reason we chose not to do uh prize pools anymore is because i heard that when you do being a small community like this if you do a prize pool you attract the off season high tier players and they'll build teams just to troll the lower teams that are entering and just get free money. So I was advised, don't do that. <laughs> don't make a prize pool. Cause it's just going to ruin your event. So you, you got to right. figure out who your your audience is. And it's crazy. The majority of the audience is like low tier players, gold to diamond. Those are the players of overwatch that are in teams and that's crazy i didn't think teams like that existed i thought it was like tier three teams and that was it you're either in the in the open division or you don't exist in overwatch but they do they're there they're doing
3: stuff what i mean (laughs) do you know do you know how many teams of like recreational sports exist for like 30 to 40 (laughs) year olds Do you know how many softball teams are out there just playing beer league softball because they love doing it they know they're not great Uh but it's a good time you know it's fun to do with teammates and friends you know it's the same concept well
0: but that's the thing i was kind of getting into a little earlier right that that's like a huge surprise for you but 10 years ago that was the standard right (laughs) like for cal um they they had to they had so many of these teams in the open division not only did they have to break up divisions by East and West Coast, but they had to break it up by Mid Atlantic, Northeast, Southeast, Midwest. Like, they that's how many teams they had, like, like that. But go ahead, I interrupted you.
1: Sorry, I was reading your chat. It's, yeah, everybody's got, just going, thing, going off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh,
2: I mean, it's kind of like what we're doing. We're not there to win anything. We're—I mean—we're not even there expecting any kind of glory or anything. It's just some guys having fun, you know, and that happen right. to have a team already. We're, we're we're literally the beer league softball team of uh of Overwatch right now. We just happen to be podcasters, like that's it,
0: like right. Uh so right now, everybody in your tournament, right? Like, it doesn't matter what the team SR is where they're all in the same bracket.
1: Like uh, it's all in the same bracket, but we organize it as the highest uh, SR team. They're number one. Uh, And then down below second highest is second third highest is third and all the way down to 16. Right. And right. The reason I did it double elimination, because I wanted to make it super Mm -hmm. challenging And yet super fun at the same time for those low teams, because you're not just going to lose once and then you're not in it anymore. You're going to lose once, but you still have the opportunity to win again. But the second time you're going to be matched with a really high team. So you better win your first match or else you're screwed. (laughs) 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 So I like, I, I try to be uh, like, make it fun, professional. Like I tried I was going to do it single elimination, best of five, right? But then you weren't going to have that where this te- that team could come back and try again. So then I was like, I'll right. do double elimination, best of three, and I can still hold it in the same time frame. And I, I can add that little extra fun for those losing teams to come back in and win. Because if you lose that winner's bracket, you come back for the finals. You'll be that second team in the finals to win it all. So it, you still have a chance, even if you lose your first match. Double brackets, amazing! Right. You know, I,
0: I, I think uh, out of all the, you know, the tournament configurations, double elimination is oh, the best. Yeah. Like I love seeing a loser, br- losers yeah. bracket reset and yeah. win. Like, that's what. Oh, lo- yeah. That's one of my favorite things. It is. It is glorious, especially if somebody starts top eight in losers. Oh my god, I'm, I'm going for that oh, guy yeah. all. The way yeah. <laughs> there was,
2: uh, the probably one of the best live, uh, fighting game things that I ever saw. One of the best fighting game tourneys I ever saw. Uh, it was uh Blaze Blue. Uh, and I don't remember the guy's names, they were both Japanese. Uh, but this guy, we called him Sleepy Man the whole time because the guy, like, he could not hold his like head up or his eyes open, not because he's Asian, just because that's just how he looked like right. we call him sleepy man because even when he was cheering he was like uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this guy comes back from the losers bracket play, playing a low tier character at that he was playing uh Miss Lychee, who was really low uh and he just barely comes back for the reset and everybody's like oh shit because the guy that had uh, the guy in the winners bracket had just wiped the floor with everybody up to right. that point and this guy resets on him and it was a super crazy fucking intense match and he does some like daigo ass shit and comes back and just barely kills him with a sliver of health and then he just like gets up out of his chair throws his controller and he's like oh, i'm doing it
4: Adrian. <laughs> and
2: like we didn't even watch blaze like we didn't give a shit about playing or watching blaze blue we just happened to be watching uh when it was on and me right. and Frank and Brad, who are uh, friends of mine, we all got up and cheered. We're like,
4: Sleepy Man! <laughs> <He did>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like that, yeah, so double elimination, that's the point I was getting to. Double elim- elimination is great. Oh, I fucking love it's it. It's
1: fun. Yeah. And, so you you're, I'm sorry, I was going to say, like, this whole, it. like, play, the topic of playing, like, a team, I don't think this SR matters. Like, these guys are giving me what their average SR as a team combined. I don't think that really matters. I think people that play as a team, they play different than they would as in comp setting, right? And I think those teams that are like, let's say, 2,400, I bet they do have a really strong chance against a 3,200 team. I bet their synergy, if it's way better than that 3,200 team, they can dominate them. They don't need to have that perfect aim. They don't need to have that perfect game sense, but if they work better than that other team, they're going to definitely do better.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, that happened to us really hardcore uh, whenever we started our team because our team has several people in it that are, you know, much higher level and they're just on alternate accounts. And we got our asses destroyed when we first put our team together in, like, low plat, mid plat, ELO. Uh, where we should, we thought, you know, we're going to dominate just practicing here and trying to get, you know, we're trying to get the lower ELO people uh, up so we could play with their accounts and, you know, get legitimate team practice in. And we got just absolutely freaking wiped. And it still happens. Uh, you know, we can't just go in there and it's a walk in a park. You get against other six stacks that have been playing a while, even at lower ELOs, and it doesn't necessarily seem like they're Smurfs. Uh, they're going to kick your ass if they got better synergy. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about yeah. it.
3: One of the cooler things I think about tournaments like this, where you do have teams at lower SRs, is you're going to get a way different viewing experience than, like, say, contenders right now, where it's goats v goats, oh, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Um, you're not going to see every single team no. running goats. People at 2400, they're probably not going to be no. running goats because it's not as effective in that SR playing on no. ladder. So it'd be really cool to see interesting comps come out. I bet you see some pretty wonky Symmetric comps. You know, it's just <laughs> it will happen. You know, it, it's even happening in contenders now. With Symmetra and Bastion, but uh, that—that's one of the exciting things about these is to see what creative people come up with to be strategic compared to what they're going against. Because you won't see that on a higher level because it doesn't work there, right? You know, so maybe it works in, in you know this kind of gameplay, which would be really fun to see.
2: I forget the guy's name, but there's somebody in our community around who is a crazy May player. He's a GM. Uh, I can't remember his name. I wish I could, but Jardia. Uh, I don't think that's what it was. Uh, he he literally walled us in spawn like the entire time on Juggertown. ran time out on us. It was that bad. This guy was so good at me and, and just managing all his shit. I need to get that guy on our team. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you, you I mean, the teams are still growing. You have a lot of matches. Yeah. Are you going to try to have live commentary for each match or? Uh- uh is that well, kind of <laughs> Well I've
1: been reaching out to some people if they want to do some casting for the event. Like I got a couple of days that I'm going to have a caster. But I think overall I'm I'm going to stream every match even if I don't have a caster because I want people to see what it what's happening. What what's going on? What is this event? So even if I don't have a caster I just want them yeah, be there. Look at what watch these teams. Watch your friends team. You know, you can't be in the match, but watch them here. Like take a look at what's going on. It's going to suck without a caster, but I'm going to try to do it where I got
0: a, a couple of camera angles to make up for that. Right. Well, you know, I can't cast. I suck at casting. But if you just want to talk about Overwatch while somebody else is playing it, you let yeah. me know. <laughs> Even that, like, I would love,
1: like, two guys just bantering about Overwatch as it's happening where, like, you, nobody has to cast. You don't have to cast the game properly. You can talk about what's happening in the game. And that's casting. You're talking about what's going on. That's good enough. People will enjoy that. They'll be like, Oh yeah. And then if you have the chat open, talking to chat, it's the same thing. It doesn't have to be super professional. It's just gotta be fun. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. And
2: and half of what goes on in professional casting anyway is talking about, you know, the known yeah. player stats and shit yeah. like that. You're not gonna no. have that. Yeah, you know, so you're you're gonna have to. Yeah, bullshit you're half just of it gonna when, you're yeah. just
1: gonna talk about what's happening in front of you, just like you watching the football game with your buddy on the couch. You're gonna be talking. Oh, what the hell? What the fuck? Why did you do that? You're just like <laughs> that. Would be amazing for this two guys just bantering the shit out of Overwatch.
0: Yeah, well, banter is our middle name, <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously. Yeah. So, um. I think our last question here is, uh, you know, what do you think Blizzard could do to assist in community projects like this? Um,
1: I think they can provide an outlet where people they have a team and they can be on like this roster or registry of I this team exists. I think Blizzard should provide that and a place where you can put, hey, I have a tournament going on on Blizzard's Overwatch website or whatever. You know, it's sad that. It has to happen on Discord or it has to happen on uh, Gilded or it has to happen on uh, Battlefy or, you know, all these third party services that exist to provide that for us. But Blizzard, come on, give that to us. Like, it's your game. You can do this. You can help us to make your game better. And if they did that, I think they would have a lot of more information, too, about what people are looking for in their game. Uh, Yeah,
4: I I, I, think.
1: No, I just—I was going to say that's what I think on that.
0: <laughs> I think they need to add uh, like a either a new tab to the Blizzard launcher, or even just put it into yeah. the game—a community yeah. tab with community streams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, you don't want every—well, not that many people are streaming Overwatch now, uh, big streamers that is. Uh You don't want every streamer in there, but you know, you have if you have somebody that's like verified or somebody who's running an event. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe somebody who's doing a podcast about My Overwatch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we, I don't think we'd ever make it because we'd have to clean this shit up so much. I mean, just like that. <laughs> um, but like you know, that would be a huge help to let people know this is these things are happening. Like um. Uh, oh my god, what is the name of this game? Why can't I uh, think of the name of this game right now? It's not a, it's, it's, a, it's a Smash Bros. Ty- uh, Brawlhalla? No, no, no. It's a Smash Bros. <laughs> type of game. Brawlhalla or what? It's a, oh, oh! Brawlout. Brawlhalla? It Brawlout? Yeah, it's Brawlout. out. So Out in-game, you could just like, it has like a section where you could just watch other people play or watch other right. streams and stuff like that. And I think that'd be a tremendous help, you know, to let people know, like, hey, you're not alone. Uh. you know there's a whole community out there well and the crazy thing is they
3: already have that built in the client with the overwatch league stuff you know so like it wouldn't be very hard for them to do and just you know control v over (laughs) whatever their (laughs) Twitch channel is set up to be that's all it would really take
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think that'd be a a huge help but yeah explosion from blizzard would help and it's actually kind of funny because um something that did come up recently is that overwatch or blizzard and this is not uncommon this isn't like a new thing this doesn't mean that their games are dying or anything like that but when blizzard sees that people aren't playing their games than they used to they send them surveys and they sent out a round of surveys for overwatch not that long ago for people who were playing overwatch and didn't play Overwatch. and basically they asked like well what are you playing uh what kind of problems did you have with the game would you come back if we fix this issue stuff like that i know they've done it for world of warcraft before as well and you know, I think that something like this would, you know, really help them because they're definitely seeing a drop, right? That's why they send the surveys out because they're seeing a drop in players. So you want to help bring the game, or people come come back to the game. Nothing brings people back to a game like a community does. You know how many people play World of Warcraft that wouldn't give two shits about that game if their friends didn't. Do you know how long I played Destiny? Just because that was the <laughs> social out that me and my friends no. had, you know, like that stuff like that. Like it, it, it does bring people back. Um f- so yeah, I, I think that would It's be funny you help. say
1: that because you do play games because your friends play them, right? Like um recently I got into like playing uh NES games again, right? And I always played NES games with my cousin and Felix the Cat, I, I played it just recently, and I was like, this thing is garbage. Why didn't we ever play this as a kid? But then I was like, because everybody else was playing it. So we thought it was good, yeah. but it's not.
4: Yeah. It was like
2: uh, when I was growing up with the OG Xbox, uh, one of our favorite games that we had on the Xbox was Fusion Frenzy. Oh, yeah. oh, God. Dude, we fucking killed that game. It was so much fun. And then I got an OG Xbox because I, I collect older consoles. I got one and I got Fusion Frenzy. And I played a couple of rounds by myself thinking, oh, yeah, yeah I, mean, I love this game. game is fucking yeah. trash by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same thing happened to
3: me with uh, Twisted Metal recently. Twisted oh, yeah. Metal was so much fun talking shit to whoever you were whooping their ass with. And I played it like a year ago by myself, and it was just... That clown right. car is not as fun if you don't get to talk shit about what you're doing <laughs> with it. <laughs>
0: exactly. So... But yeah, well, thanks for answering our questions and having that awesome conversation yeah, with no, us.
1: Yeah, I, no, I had fun. It no, was yeah. fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah we, we do have a community question. It's a, it's a, it's a long Don't question, sure. but I think we uh, we have the people here we need to address said question. So we'll, <laughs> we'll go ahead and get to that. It's actually from Rodney Irvin. He wrote into the show. Uh, so thanks a lot, Rodney. He says, uh, first off, I want to say how much I love the podcast and look forward to it every week. The more I play Overwatch, the more I realize how deep of a game it actually is. Working on Hero Mastery is only is only the beginning. I'll go back and watch gameplay where I think I've done great and realize the mistakes I've made, actually made. I guess the difference was the enemy couldn't capitalize on them. I'm learning to look at the enemy comp before I switch. I'm learning to combo alts with friends. I'm a somber main and I'm learning to hack Genji when he comes in with blade or mercy when she's trying to get a rez off learning when to engage and disengage. There are so many layers to this game and it has kept me coming back night after night. I find it funny that a friend and I have started climbing by leaving team chat and just talking with each other. There seems to be less distractions and of course toxic people. I imagine there are games that I We could have won if we were in team chat, but that really didn't seem to be the case before we left it. As our game knowledge increases, so has our SR. My friend will actually hold his alt now when the team fight is lost. That's huge. LOL. Yes that is huge. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I started out as support main. I really like your ideas about Mercy rework. Um and in case you didn't hear that refused I said that I said two things mainly. One Mercy needs to get a a utility, a different utility than buff and I said that her utility should be that she shoot with her gun she shoots like a protective shield around somebody that can remove statuses and stop them from being CC'd for a short period of time but the caveat is she has to turn her gun sideways she's got to cock the gun sideways and then shoot that's the only way it works and I also said that her ultimate should be replaced with two dual SMGs and she can just fly around it's called Angel
2: of Death <laughs> <laughs> uh, too, too fucking
4: needless how about that yeah. oh my god too funny
0: <laughs> That's, that should be her, her new <laughs> ult. So I just wanted to bring everybody up to date on that oh. if you missed that. Um, he said, I play her from time to time. I don't really feel like I'm doing much. I'm flying around putting Band-Aids on blown up bodies. Giving Mercy some sort of utility would be big in my opinion. I've actually thought about playing other healers that require high skill ceiling just because of their utility. It's a big deal when Zen on my team will discord the target I hacked. Ryan hacked, Ryan dissed, Ryan dead. We should turn that into a t-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't six stack. There are a lot of content creators out there that suggest you're making the game harder for yourself. Everyone seems to have a different opinion or experience in ranked. So far, it would seem like the experiences your show talks about are aligned with my own. Should I stack? If so, how many? In your opinion, how can I maximize my ranked experience to climb? Anyway, I wanted to say thanks for everything you guys do. Peace uh so thanks first of all thanks for writing in and and we're really happy that you're you know enjoying overwatch and that you're progressing right because progression is fun like personal progression like we were saying earlier is and it makes the game enjoyable makes the game fulfilling it makes it feel like you're not wasting your time you know
3: so it's it's no golden gun but i guess it'll do
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh in regards to your question about the six stack right um that's not necessarily a super simple answer. The thing about six stacking, like, because a lot of content creators will suggest that, you know, like what you just said, that if you six stack, you're making the game harder for yourself. If you're just going to hop into LFG, I'm not going to say it's a crapshoot, but like, forming an LFG team takes more time than people put into it. Because people will just kind of go into LFG, make a team go directly into a game. And you lose that game you, I mean, basically, you just—it's almost as bad as going into solo queue in some cases. I know Ben, you've, you've been using LFG way more, but you take the time to weed people out and you know stuff like oh, yeah. that.
3: I, I mean, warn people when I start an LFG post, hey, we might be sitting here ten minutes before I start a game because I will be looking through stats. I will ask them questions. I want to make sure they have a mic. I want to know what they play. Um, I want to see their profile because, like you said, if you don't do that you're basically just going into solo queue and it defeats the whole purpose of LFG. Um, I think this question has a lot of parts to it. Like you just said, it's very SR dependent. Um, most of the content creators that say this, they're playing in like master and GM where, yeah, six stacking is not a good idea because then you're playing against pre-made teams and you're Mm going to get rolled. Um, but I think in the lower tiers of play, it is much more beneficial to learning the game as a whole by playing in a six stack. Um, even if it's something you put together and spend a little time. I mean, just the conversation of I have shatter bubble me. You know, that doesn't happen in solo queue, but that does happen when you communicate with a team. Um, so, I mean, I think you you increase the, the team's skill ceiling when you play as a six stack, but it has to be in the right SR for that to work.
0: Yes, exactly. And then another thing about six stacking is that when you six stack, the reason why I say people say it makes it harder is because when you six stack, they're going to put you against other six stacks, mm-hmm. and there's a good chance that, that other six stack has played more than your six stack. So when you six stack, and I said it on the show before, um, don't expect to start winning right away. Don't expect to just go in there and start rolling teams because it's a good chance that you're going to get rolled for like your first week, maybe your first two weeks, because mm-hmm. your team needs to learn to synergize you know but when you get that synergy together it's massive i think on i think before i moved we had a, a comp night where i was playing ryan kendra was playing zarya and um you know i'm i was gonna charge but now if i wasn't playing with kendra or if i wasn't playing with somebody i knew I would probably wait for the bubble before I charged, which you know it you can't do things on the fly. But with Kinder behind me, I was like, "I'm doing it!" And he knew exactly what I was talking about. I, as I'm hitting shift and going, he puts the bubble on me. I pin their line. I turn around. I shatter their whole team, and we're able to take out like four people. I mean, they like Kinder died, but it was okay because we still won the game. <laughs> you know. um, so the thing about six stacks is that you, you if you do it, it will. I think it will be tough to start, but if you consistently play with the same people in your six, it will be better. And you can, if you play with the same people in your six, and you're like in gold right now, you can work your way through gold through platinum easily into diamond like that. So,
1: I don't think I don't think it's the idea of six stacking. I think it is that idea of continuously playing with that same people over and over again. Even if you do that in uh, a duo queue setting, having that person that you right. synergize well with, whether it's you are two tanks or whether you're a healer in a tank or a healer in DPS or DPS in a tank, whatever you guys synergize. Well, that's enough to give that confidence to your team too, right? Like you could get your t- your other four players to synergize well with you. Mind you, you, you can get that one guy who only plays Torp and only plays Sim, and you're never going to get that guy to play anything <laughs> that you want. And that's okay. They right. they bought the game. That's their choice, right? And it's up to you as a player to work around that too. So, like, this whole question, it's a really hard question to answer because there's so many variables from game to game six stacking doesn't always work like for me i can say that six stacking worked for me to get from silver to gold that's how i got out of silver was six stacking and that's how i got into gold but for me to go from gold to uh platinum or diamond i had to dual queue that i couldn't six stack anymore with the same people that i used to play with in silver and gold i had to find new people to play with to keep progressing up and up (laughs) and the more you learn from newer people and the more time you spend with those people, the more you change your style of play. And you start realizing that I got to stop playing like a gold to to be in plat. I got to play like a plat if I want to be in plat. And so, like, it's it's this is a very loaded question. It's so many things. Like, there's no right answer to this question. You could talk all day about this. There's so many different variables. This, it's just there's no right answer. It's it's so hard and I think
3: <laughs> well, one of the really important things about if you do six stack just because you lose doesn't mean that it was a right. shit game, right, right? If you lose in solo queue because someone's throwing or they refuse to switch, it is a bad experience when you win and when Overwatch is good, it's really good and when it's, it's really bad, bad, it's really bad. And if you're playing with people and you lose, I mean, um, repeat was talking about earlier, If you can learn from a loss, losing that SR really doesn't matter as much Um, because that game was enjoyable. Um, You learn something from it and hopefully you can continue to apply that to your game and the wins Mm -hmm. will come. You know,
2: I can't tell you how many times we've gone in with our stack and uh, we had a game where something was happening, like uh, our healers were getting jumped or something like that one game or something was happening uh, like they, they just put in some balance changes, and all of a sudden, McCree's big again, and he's, you know, just flash-banging and right-clicking all day long. And then we'll go in and make the adjustments the next game or two, and the next game will be better. We'll either win it by a little bit or lose it by a little bit, whereas the last game we got rolled. And then the next few games after that, we're kicking ass and taking names because we've gotten our synergy, synergy back. Uh, and that's just how it is sometimes, you know. You don't go in, lose one, and be like, oh, fuck this. This team's just trash. You know, you go in, all right, this is adjustments we need to make. We know what we need to do now to play better as a team. And mm-hmm. you do it.
1: There's also there's also yeah, a like, downside to, like, the six stack or the team is you get set to a role. And then when you get to the high ranks where knowing flex actually matters, where learning having one character from every role is essential, you don't have that once you get up to, like, masters or grandmasters. Because you've been playing in a six-act so long, you're only stuck to the support role. That's all you know, or DPS or tank. You haven't had the opportunity to learn the flex, which is important in those higher ranks.
0: So, like. (laughs) Right. It's actually like the the top reason I have, like, you know, multiple accounts, right? (laughs) Like, that's a thing. That's, you know, because, like I said, my highest account was the account that I played Zen on primarily. But. You know, I actually have my lower accounts for the characters I suck at, so I can right. actually, you know, get better. And I generally play those by myself. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's right. Like that, playing in a six-stack does kind of put you into, you know, pin you into a position. But, you know, there there are ways to kind of to, to help yourself in, you know, uh, practice other characters. Unfortunately, it involves buying yeah. another account. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah.
2: Which also in a six-stack, though, something that uh, kind of happens with us, especially. Uh, Is that when we try new strats or try new uh, comps, things like that, uh, we flex to roles that are, you know, kind of within the same thing. You know, like if I'm playing, then I'm usually off tank, but I also run brig. So I have brig in my pocket as well uh, for the six stack. You know, I'm that guy. Uh, And we have when, when you have when we have goats, then our entire comp changes, our DPS switch to someone else. Uh, so we have other roles that we practice with the team, depending on the um, the current the current meta. And I think that if your team doesn't flex with the meta, then you're doing it wrong. So you're going to have to learn new characters playing with a consistent six stack.
0: Yeah, I'm just reading a comment. you shouldn't have accounts dedicated to characters because then you're you're in a game and someone chooses two healers and on your Zen account. So you don't like switch. No, I'll switch. Um, well first of all, I'm running an SSD, so I always pick first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's 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 one thing that definitely helped. I'm running an SSD and I have a pretty I actually had to rebuild my computer. So it was fast before, but now it's like super fast. Um, but yeah, I uh, I I do generally pick first. But i like, i won't like make a throw pick or anything like that and it's not like zen is the only character i'm good at i'm also i can hold myself on zarya i can hold myself on reinhardt i can hold myself on Orisa. like i already play multiple characters and it's not like i play zen at a diamond level and i play Orisa at a gold level <laughs> you know I, i'm a pretty like damn good orissa i'm actually pretty damn good zarya too um I just never, like, I just never took those characters into Diamond with, you know, uh, like, you, I think, like, on the account that I was playing my tanks, because I usually separate my accounts by role, not by character. Um, mm-hmm. So, technically speaking, my Zen account, my my solo account, is actually my off-heel role. So, like, if um, if Zen was getting trashed, I'd switch off to Brig, you know, or i switch off to Lucio, but not that much. Um, but, yeah, I think my mm-hmm. the account that I was playing tanks on, like, in, I think the highest I got is, like, Twenty nine fifty something like that so no i did switch I, I i did switch um i do have a practice account where i won't switch and <laughs> i i uh i don't tell people generally about that account yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's like my super low tier practice account you know so sorry guys, will not be named yeah sorry sorry <laughs> yeah. sorry my gold friends <laughs> but never throw never throw yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's the thing about six stack, like there are benefits, there are um, uh, some, you know, downfalls. But I, I think that, you know, when a six stack is a good thing, but you have to work toward it. It's not just right. something that works right. immediately. Like I, if you start a six stack with some teams, I wouldn't be surprised. It, like, with some teammates, I wouldn't be surprised if you dropped a little if you only have one account before you start. to drop. I wouldn't a rank. be surprised by that.
4: <laughs>
1: before yeah, you climb uh,
0: up a rank, expect to that. drop one. <laughs> I don't know. But we
2: we we probably dropped. Uh, the hardest we dropped when we started our six stack. I think uh, I ended up losing about a hundred SR at the absolute bottom of the barrel, really? oh. uh, worst of it, and then. Yeah. Um of course we had some really good players so I would expect to double that. Um right. but it didn't take us long to start breaking even and then winning again.
0: Yeah, like yeah, I, it's it, it really det- determined it, it it's based on how long it takes for your team to kind of get together and also who's leading the team too. That's right. another that that has a lot to do with it too. But if you didn't six stack I think statistically speaking, duo queuing is like, I think yeah. it has the highest win percentage. Duo queuing does. The more you stack and you don't get to six, I think the more the matchmaker is putting somebody just to kind of tag along with you, right? Like, it's if you five stack, you're almost certainly going to get trash in that last person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if, if your team is any good, or it's the vice versa. If your team is trash, you might actually get a really good person <laughs> in, in, that, in that last spot. The matchmaker tries to balance it out. So I think two stack, then three stack, and then it kind of goes downhill until about six stack. So, and then solo queue. So <laughs> yeah, it's a solo queue. I think it's at the bottom of the barrel. But okay, like everybody say it's 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 a um. It's a it's a pretty loaded question. It's not a simple answer. It really depends on are you looking just to straight up climb or are you looking to, I think, enhance your Overwatch experience, which a six-deck right. would do that. And if you put the time into it, it'll yield better results, I right. think. So that's a good way mm-hmm. to wrap that up. It's, right? it's raising
2: SR versus getting better at the game. That's a very good way to put it, Joe.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you do six-deck, just remember, you gotta like, don't get salty at the end of the match. You guys need to get together and analyze what the fuck just happened. Talk. Right. Figure right. out that, what. That's you know. the
2: big thing that saved us from like disbanding the night that we started.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, find out why your Anna kept getting dunked on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, 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 like okay. what was it? What, 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 what did I've she I've actually witnessed,
2: <laughs> got crossed up as. Go ahead. I was going to say, they got crossed up as bad as that guy at your gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God.
3: <yeah. laughs> I've actually. Well, and I'll say this to put a nice little bow on it. Um, learning a lot of other characters' roles outside of the ones that you just play will help, ex- help expand your knowledge significantly, um, especially when it comes to counterpicking and helping your team with some calls. Because, like you said, if you've never played Anna and you don't know how she's getting dunked on or why, you're not going to really have much to offer there. Right. So it definitely helps to learn some of the other roles and there's a great way to do that and it's called prepare to attack. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's start wrapping this thing up and we think we've been talking for long enough here. Um like I, I've been talking about doing, you know the community episodes um those have not gone away. We're probably going to record some toward the end of this month and we're going to start releasing them in January again. Maybe we're going to get I have a few people who are, have approached me about doing them. And we have a couple of ideas, so we're probably gonna get those rolling out in January again. I know I said we were gonna try to do it this month, but this month hasn't been that spectacular for me either. Uh, you know, who thought move in would do that? <laughs> you know, move to a new place would be kind of busy. So uh, yeah, we're gonna get the community episodes rolling again. Like I said, we do have those rank roles in Discord, and there are instructions up in the PC LFG channel. So um, you know, if you're looking to team up with people, join one of those ranks. And you know, just if you're playing, shout it out. You know, uh, you know, add it in the Discord, and you know, see if somebody can hook up with you. And like I said, we're specifically like really looking for players in lower ranks, like bronze and silver. Uh, and that's who I've been seeing play. I, those are the players I've been seeing, um, you know, looking for groups the most, mm-hmm. or looking for people to play with the most. I mean, just just dueling in bronze and silver, it might be enough to help you guys out, and uh, you know, help you climb a bit. So we're definitely looking for that. Low rank players are welcome here. Uh, no community events coming up because, like I said, we, we we do the Xbox game nights the first Friday of every month. And I know Death Squad said they were going to be doing a PS4 game night soon. So uh, once I have the info on that, I will. Uh, I'll let you guys know. And like Ben said, you know, listen to prepare to attack if you're looking to get better at Overwatch. <laughs> and we should have some some news on that coming up well, you know, within the next few weeks. Uh, If you are not listening, if you're not on the live stream, whether you're just listening to the show, we do live stream every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we'd love to have you here. It's twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. And... We want to hear your Overwatch story, Just like Rodney wrote in, you know, with his story and his questions today, we love, you know, to hear, you know, what you guys have to say. So we're going to get into our contact info here in a little bit. Uh, we do have a PS4 community and an Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So we would love if you guys join that. And then you can also keep track of the game nights as they they come out. And like I mentioned earlier, we'd love to have you in our Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. And as always, I like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch, which is a Facebook group that has a lot of great players in it. And whether you want to just, you know, find new players to play with, keep up with the latest news, or just catch some of the latest Overwatch memes, Mickey does a great job of moderating that group. So that's Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, we'll start with our guest, Refuse. Do you want to give out your social info? You can give out your Discord. How can people find you? Well, they find can find me. And sign up for your for tournament. IV,
1: well, uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter at uh, Refuse Live. Uh, I stream on Twitch almost every day, Monday to Friday, uh, twitch.tv, Refuse Live. Uh, for the Discord, we're on Twitter too. Uh, the Watchers OW or Overwatch, of course. And then we're going to have a uh, Twitch channel, too, for the tournament, which is The Watcher's OW. Got to keep it all the same. Don't want to add confusion, you know? (laughs) Uh, What else is there? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Discord link you can find on the Twitter. I don't really have a .me anymore because that got hacked for some reason. (laughs) I ended up, I actually had that for a while, but then what ended up happening is uh, someone hacked that and I just had a bot constantly... Uh putting like Twitch uh streams in. I was
0: like, why? Why is this happening? So I had to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, somebody did that to us one time, and that's when I found out one of the biggest fallacies of Discord that somebody has to actively be in your server before yeah. you can ban them. Like so, like the yeah. bots they would come in, post a bunch of shit. And then and leave. Then
1: so you couldn't ban, ban them out, right
0: yeah that's like some of the dumbest shit i've ever heard like how could they that the lack of foresight discord the lack of (laughs) foresight on that dude anyway um uh kinder uh dude you guys want to give your social
2: uh no not my social
0: i'll give you my twitter you can
2: find me on twitter You can find me on Twitter at nerfkinder please that's uh pls and you can find me on YouTube by the same name that's N-E-R-F-K-I-N-D-E-R-P-L-S. uh and you can catch our team which is going to be team Mike Rick uh in at the tournament coming up in January and that will be on refused uh Twitch channel and all that noise
0: I just want to say that the, I just thought about this but the team name Mike Rick sounds like a male stripper it's good, Mike Rick. Yep. I like it. <laughs>
4: yeah. B R B. Changing hot. our logo. <laughs> <Change> our logo. <laughs> it's just—it's
2: just gonna be like a torso and then like a sock right there, and like he's a just little John John little Avina neck and you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's a John Avina wearing a thong. Oh God.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what he's an swole image that is. T- he's swole you out of tattooed on his chest. Yeah, he'll just be holding.
2: He'll be holding a Christmas hat over it, like. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, it's funny. Okay. Uh Ben, how about you?
3: Yeah, and uh you can find me on Twitter at the Dude Abides underscore B. Um you can catch me in Discord. And if you want Kinder social DM me. I have it. Uh I will charge, but I'll I'll give it out. And um the beginning of the the stream, Kinder and I both put our switch uh things in there. Come get one v one and smash, bro.
0: Let's do it. <laughs>
4: Fucking good.
0: If <laughs> yeah, you can find me on twitter at church of Ja, i do stream on this channel twitch the tv slash smash those buttons sometimes not as much as i used to but um i'm seeing what i can do about that we generally stream our um comp night on mm. thursday nights but i'm not sure if i'm going to be able to do that this thursday we will see I'll, I'll let you guys know um we might have to do it i don't know maybe a day earlier i have to check with these guys but i'm not sure if i'll be able to uh do it on thursday but just keep check out the twitter and the discord and we'll know for sure um like i said we do want to hear about your overwatch story so please feel free to contact us our email is wpr at mash those buttons.com but you can also reach out to us via twitter or via discord those are probably the best places to contact us if you enjoy the show and want to help out the best way to do that is to share the show with others and also to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice if you want to take your support further you can become a patron that's at patreon.com slash watchpoint radio uh, all right, thank you to everybody who is a patreon now we really do appreciate it you can also buy merch from the teespring store which is teespring.com store slash smash those buttons and you can also become a subscriber on twitch all that really helps and we thank everybody who, who supports us it's, it's really awesome that you guys do that so thanks a lot and uh, I encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show so you can hear about the other shows on the Mash Those Buttons Network and with that we are done thank you guys very much for listening we'll catch you next week Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms across iOS and Android. Just search for the show on a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just go right to the MashThoseButtons.com website, grab the RSS feed, and put it into your podcatcher of choice. If you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, you should check out mashosbuttons.com shows. For World of Warcraft fans, we have two podcasts, WoW Talk, which is our news and community podcast, and The Torn and the Goblin, which is our lore and story podcast. If you enjoy Overwatch, make sure to check out Watchpoint Radio to keep up with the latest on Overwatch and its community. If you enjoy fighting games, make sure you check out Double Tap for the latest in the FGC. If you're a fan of The Division or looking forward to The Division too, make sure you check out Sit Rep Radio. If you want to keep up with the latest at Mash Those Buttons, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, and youtube.com slash buttons. We'd also like to have you join our Discord community, so just go to discord.me slash mashthosebuttons and join us for a chat. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.